Listen up, Maximilfs and Preda Clowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts, a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And it's Sickos Week 2023. We got sickos of all shapes and sizes coming straight to you. What What is really nice about this week's episode is that we uh, take on some classic philosophical questions and then just completely uh, reimagine what the possible answers to that could be. Um, so, you know, props to uh, Dinobot for really, really doing the most. I think Primal said it all when he told Dinobot, you're disgusting. Disgusting? I mean, he's Dis- not wrong disgusting we'll get to that scene at the end but there's there's one character whose reaction i found extremely funny um but before we can get to any of that vor nonsense we're going to talk about dark yeah you just gave it away any you know look 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 you're right they're watching the episode live with us actually that's how this works that's how this works nero they they have not seen it and thus, they 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 must uh, they, they they're watching <laughs> along. It's, it must be really hard to time because usually our recaps are not as long as the episodes themselves, and sometimes they're much longer. It's a very complicated game we play here. That's right. It's really hard to, to get it we all go to line ba- up. We go back and forth because we forget to say things. It's great. <laughs> so, but first we got we got to discuss dark designs, um, which asks the question: What if the nicest guy you know? was actually a huge cunt. Yeah. It literally asked the question, aren't you tired of being nice? Um, we start with, I don't even know what they're doing. Do we they're get like, with- They're like uh, looking for Energon deposits, I think. Okay. And they're, they're like finding one, but it's really, really deep down, so they can't it's, do anything with it. It's a maximal group field trip. Um, and Why the- are they all here? Right, like, that's the thing, is that, like, I don't understand why they're all here, <laughs> but they are. All of them are here, Dinobot included. Um, Get, like, sub and- someone out for Tigatron, leave someone at the base. God, that would actually be the only thing that would make it worse, is is if Tigatron was here as well. Was also here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I-, I don't really know what's what they're doing here rat trap also doesn't really know what they're doing here he uses a very specific word that caught my attention which is like so what are we doing yomping around here yeah i also noticed yomping hey what's yomping hey rat trap must be quick quick question it's not new york slang i can tell you that much it's from whatever part of cybertron he's from i don't know if we ever get that information but i choose to believe but, you know, it's very specific. I, I'm going to new adopt y- Yom... Yom... New Yayakon. New Yayakon. New Yayakon. I'm going to adopt Yomping into my daily vocabulary. Thank yeah, you that's that's going into my uh, book of phrases now. But, of course, uh, because all of the fucking Maximals are gathered in one place, all of the Predacons attack them. 
Once again, it's all of them. I don't. Why is everyone out today? This is group I mean, field I guess, trip day. I guess for the Predacons, like if they realized that the Maximals were there and that they were all there, that makes sense to me. I guess that they brought everyone else because if they knew that all of the Maximals were there, they knew they were going to get their asses beat if they so, didn't bring. So big shootout starts, and I have to say this gunfight is edited like it's nausea inducing it's insane it is is nausea inducing shaky cam um there's a couple things that happen here one one is just a comment on myself more than anything else but um this is like the first episode where i really noticed or, or took note of dinobots like shuriken tail shield Whatever that nonsense is that yeah. his hand turns into. <laughs> it's it's not. I've ne- I've always been unclear on what that's. Su- I guess it's supposed to be a shield. He uses it as a weapon in this. He episode. does use it to thwap people. It kind of is like um a robot wars weapon. Yeah, like you can use that to fucking knock people over, but it's not really like it doesn't. Generally, you don't want your shield to be full of like mostly whole which is what this is yeah i mean as someone who is frequently thwapped in the face by a tail it does look like that when he uses it as a weapon if he's if it spun faster maybe it would be effective as a shield but it doesn't it spins very slowly (laughs) um anyway there's that um and then there's also before we get into like the big Nausea-inducing part of the gunfight. Oh. <laughs> and epilepsy-inducing. It's, it's just you, awful. Rhinox. It's so bad. Um, before they get into it, the the uh, Predacons do come out pretty strong and start beating their asses. Oh, yeah. And, um, and Megatron has a line where it's like, it shouldn't be this easy, no. Um, that's pretty... I, I want to discuss a maneuver good. that they do. I want to discuss a maximal maneuver that was very powerful. So <laughs> um, Optimus has the, the, the grand idea of, well, I need to attack them from the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he just takes off. Right, this is off. what it's in respond to. He just takes off and then just, as he's taking off, just says, uh, distract them. But like... I don't know how you're gonna. How, there's no distraction in the world that's good enough to not let everyone see you taking off in the middle of the battle. They're like, they're like thirty feet apart from each other. They are not that far away. Yeah, and sure enough, Optimus does very shortly uh, <laughs> explain some laws of physics here. What goes up must come down. Instantly gets shot by Megatron. That's, like, yeah, that's that's what he responds to with, this shouldn't be so easy, no. So this entire time, Rhinox has just seemingly been firing wildly with his big old chain guns O-Doom. Um, and everyone's like, Rhinox, what the fuck, shoot straight. But actually, he is, he is a master tactician, he is a genius of battle. Because what he's been doing is destabilizing the fucking cliff above them, above, above the Predacons, and then he causes a rock slide. And, like, yes, it is effective and it buries all of them. But, like, op- the thing that, like, really gets me about it is Optimus is immediately, like, quickly, we have to go immediately. Like, what? Like, what's the rush now? Gotta get out of here. Yeah, it's confusing. And even more confusing is Renek saying, oh, I'll just, I'll just kind of stay, I'll just, like, linger behind for a little bit and, like, watch the rear. But you guys can well, go ahead. 
I think uh, given given the final scene of this episode, I think it is a literal wanting to uh, stop and smell the flowers thing. That's true. Um, but regardless, everyone else leaves and... <laughs> in the in the wake of uh, uh, the all the Predacons buried in rubble. Yeah, they're all buried. It's it's probably fine. So they all leave. Except for and Tarantulas. He's a secret tool that'll come in handy later. He's a slippery little fella, that spider boy. Um, but yeah, everyone else leaves. Rhinox kind of saunters along completely alone. Tarantulas takes everybody out and Megatron, I love this. Megatron goes like, yo, that rhino guy, we, we might, we might overlooked him a little bit. Uh, we should consider capturing him. Yeah, we should so, yoink him right up. And so they do. Tarantulas ambushes him. So here's my question yeah, about this. Talk. Why is... <laughs> What, why is this just not what they do to all of the Maximals? This is a shockingly effective method. Yeah, tar- so Tarantulas, you know, we've seen the web before. We know the stasis webs. He, he, he loves to use those. Yes, yes, we've all seen the stasis webs. <laughs> what we haven't seen before is that Tarantulas has venom that works on Cybertronians. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Hello? Um, there is, I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but there is basically nothing that Tarantulas does that doesn't come off as extremely predatory in every sense of the word. So, Rhinox has been captured, um, and, you know, everyone else is back at the base, and they're like... Well, wait, well, we need to talk about Tarantulas administering the poison, because Tarantulas does what Tarantulas loves to do, and mounts him to do it. uh, I I felt as though that went without saying, it's Tarantulas we're talking about here. So first he mounts Rat Trap, and now he's mounting Rat Trap's husband? Stop it! Leave him alone! He's a nasty, nasty man. Um... That is the only reason that Megatron has Scorponok as lead engineer instead of Tarantulas, because Megatron just doesn't like to hang out with Tarantulas. <laughs> yeah, he just feels gross. Uh, but yeah, so he gets captured. Um, everyone else is is back at the base, and they're like, hey, where's Rhinox? We should call him. And they call him right as he is like, he is tied up in this fuck in the middle of this weird fucking machine. Yeah, welcome to the torture zone. <laughs> Yeah. But I but it is it's called, what I need to wait, 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 wait. There's something I need to make clear here because saying that does not actually make clear that he is in rhino mode. Yeah, that's he right. He's tied, tied up, up in rhino mode. He's tied up in rhino mode. All of the predacons are in robot mode, but his ass is locked into this chair as a rhinoceros. They hogtied a rhinoceros and they're going to zap it with lasers. It's just like Thomas Edison up in here. This is, the, they're they're becoming the straw men that uh, PETA thinks yes. is. <laughs> Megatron is PETA's b- biggest, uh, biggest rival. Um, but Jesus. they call this thing the transmutation engine or whatever. It, I it's, love it's, metal alchemist. It's 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 laser that makes you evil, as we see shortly here. Um, and yeah, everyone, it's... The, it's- Sicko beam. Yeah, and everybody is listening in when then they hear Rhinox screaming in agony and, and then becoming Cheetor evil. 
And Cheetor looks <laughs> looks at Optimus and goes, "It's Rhinox. They put bugs in him." <laughs> yeah. And by the way, when he turns evil, he gets a, an evil color scheme where he, he's like dark purple and he's got glowing red eyes and he's got silver yeah. everywhere. And also, he sounds a little different. He's always doing like a weird little laugh. Again, like, why don't they just do this with all of the Maximals? Well, we'll see why they don't do this part shortly. I mean, I, um, I understand later, like, what, but like, what? Presumably, presumably <laughs> they just built this fucking thing. Like, they just like, ah, time to test it out. And this guy seems like the smartest one. I mean, what are they going to do if they capture Cheetor? What is what uses? They already have like wasp. They don't need another dumb guy. They have too many dumb guys. They need a smart guy. I mean, rat trap. Uh, they already did the rat trap trader arc. Yeah, they were like, uh, <laughs> we don't want to bother with that shit again. Plus, evil rat trap is all going to betray you immediately, even faster than Rhinox. Uh, um. Back with the Maximals, Cheetor has a uh, like absolutely ice cold take on all of this. Um, oh, God. Where, um, so Rattrap's like, we gotta get my husband back, and Optimus is like, no, and and even Dino and Cheetor and Rattrap are both like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, and even Dinobot is like, yeah, um, he's going to die if we don't get him back, and Optimus is like, chill, it's fine. But as they're talking about it, like. Cheater basically, you know, Rattrap's like very keen on getting Rhinox back for obvious reasons. Uh-huh. But uh, Cheater's take on it is um, better dead than pred. Ice I cold! Love, I love Dinobot's response, which is some of us survive the experience. Um, Furball. Is, Furball. Uh, yeah. Is the uh, insult he chooses to tack on at the end of that one. Yeah. So... On the dark side, immediately Rhinox is causing problems on purpose. Um, well, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I, I want, yeah, so Optimus is like, no, we're going to leave him in there for a little bit. And Rattrap's like, why? Like, we can't do that. That's my, that's my boy. Um, and Optimus is like, I think <laughs> everyone makes fun of uh, Megatron in these episodes. Because um, Optimus goes, um, I think Megatron will find he's getting a little more than he bargained for. Yes. Yeah, I love Optimus <laughs> doing the yes. Very Everyone's funny. Everyone's being so bitchy to Megatron. It's like so, everyone doing impressions. It's great. I love I love the first, the first thing that Rhinox does. Is, you know, Megatron's giving him the fucking... Like, welcome to the Predacon base. Here's the fucking cappuccino machine. Also, we, we would like you to break into the Axelon and give up all of your former comrades. And, and Rhinox is like, hey, hey, sounds great. Literally, literally, R- evil Rhinox is constantly going like, hey, hey. it's so funny. <laughs> it's great. But it's uh, immediately the fucking projector starts acting up and Megatron seems very embarrassed because Rhinox is like, Wow, it seems like you're having a lot of technical problems. I thought you were supposed to be like the big scary terrorist guy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes down to where um Scorponok is trying to fix it and he's you know, he's like oh, I think you know, he's like uh, uh, if you know Scorpion's like, I don't get it. Like everything seems fine and then Rhinox's like, Is it this one particular part? And he's like, yeah, it is. And then we see Rhinox crush that particular part in his hand. Yeah. Because he, he stole it. He's 
just kind of a bitch. And he imme- and he collapses a bunch of boxes on top of Squirpnock and crushes them into a fucking pancake. Yeah. And oh, then man. and to add insult to injury, then Megatron's like, what did you do, you idiot? Yes, he blames Squirpnock. And you know, he sends Waspmater to put him in the fucking like hot tub CR chamber that they have there. At which point Rhinox hits Waspmater so hard he starts kenning shrapnel. The Insecticon from G1? Yeah, he, he like, he's like full TikTok reincarnation. <laughs> he's, he gets hit with a big fucking block of computer stuff, and then he's just flying around oh. talking about Decepticons, attack, attack, Decepticons, I am shrapnel. Before he gets hit with that, though, um, it's Waspinator and Megatron who find um, yeah. Scorponok. And Scorpion, uh, Waspinator has a line here, um, which is, the idiot does not respond, the idiot is comatose, uh, which is some <laughs> fucking, like, Kuno-ass, like, Disco Elysium-ass Absolutely. dialogue. Absolutely. Um, and I'm obsessed with it. And then he gets his shit rocked as well. Yeah, and he's just the rest of the episode thinking he's shrapnel. We also, yeah. interesting here, we also get a time frame for Beast Wars. From Black Arachnia, who wasn't even yeah. alive, but go off, Queen. She, she's, she's a history buff, I guess, because he's flying around and Megatron's like, what the fuck is he talking about? And Black Arachne said, oh, that, he's talking about shrapnel. That was one of the Insecticons from the Great War 300 years ago. He's kidding, my lord. So I guess it's been 300 years since the end of the Great War. Which is it like... It seems like less time. But yeah. that, then I guess it's like, if you, if you got... It's, it's much easier for a society to progress if there is a extended period of peace rather than four million years of uh, constant civil war. I also had the same thought, though. Like, 300 years is not... It's like a thousand or something. 1500. You know, put put a couple more zeros on that bad boy. Yeah, honestly. Like, it should at least be in the thousands. IMO. I think it is. I think it is in the thousands in um, Beast Wars Uprising. It's like, it's like a much longer scale of time. But anyway, he's kidding. A pterosaur has been has has seen Rhinox doing all this stuff, and he's he is a big fan of it. So he kind of goes up and he's like, "Hey, Rhinox, you know, I, I see you moving against Megatron and fucking over all these other guys." And I gotta say, huge I'm fan. kind of a huge fan. Can we? How about we work together? And then Rhinox just choke slams him. Yeah, you know, he's like. <laughs> It's it's more like it's like let's work together and like split fifty fifty. Yeah, it's like we'll be co captain. Yeah, he like he does try to lay down actual terms, and like Rhinox's response is, "Here are my terms. You do what I say, or I create a new menu item barbecue. (laughs) Sorry, uh, barbecue uh, pterodactyl pterodactyl wings. If you don't shut the fuck up, (laughs) hehehe." Um, and yeah, like, he literally just chokes him out <laughs> and leaves him. Uh, at this point, the rest of the Maximals have kind of gathered nearby the dark side, and everyone's like, should we, like, we should probably, like, go in, right? And Optimus is still like, no, 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 let him cook. You gotta let him cook. We're gonna get closer, but not yet. At some point, he somehow webs... Both of the spiders using their own webs. That's impressive. And poisons them. Yeah, he also... Now that... 
I assume what happened there is that he tricked them into stabbing each other because obviously yes. they would be immune to their own poison. So, yeah, that just all happens off screen. And finally, Megatron remember like figures out the cause of the problem because Scorponok is finally awake and he tells him it was Rhinox. He's being a big meanie. Dad. And so Megatron's like, "All right, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to lay a trap that he can't escape." And so, you know, we kind of we kind of get our big confrontation with Megatron and Rhinox. It's it's so funny because like Megatron's like, "Ooh, Rhinox, so good to see you." And Rhinox is like, "Yeah, you too." And then they look at each other and Rhinox like, "So are we going to beat the shit out of each other or what?" Like, "Can we go?" Like, "I know you know. Let's go." <laughs> And, you know, it's it's Pterosaur and Scorponok, who at this point are the only two Predacons still, like, fully conscious, pretty much. Um, but Rhinox, is, it, like, plays them against each other by telling Pterosaur, hey, why are you suddenly on back on Megatron's side? Yeah. Were you all about betraying him with me? And Scorponok's like, what the fuck? Yeah, so first, like... Rhinox tries to confront Megatron, and Megatron's like, newsflash, asshole, my groupies are gonna do it instead. Um, but then they are useless. So. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. So it's, it's just it's just a Megatron versus Rhinox fight. Um, and of course, it seems like Rhinox is gonna, you know, beat his ass. Um, but Megatron kind of, tr- you know, throws him onto the fucking transmutation platform and does a trick shot to activate it. That's impressive. That's some impressive uh, marksmanship there, Megatron. It's, yeah, I mean, especially since Rhinox had actually given him something of a beating before then. Yeah. Oh, I like I like this line because, you know, Rhinox is, is gloating, of course, uh, while standing on the platform. Megatron's like, you know, you, you Rhinox, you have given me some something to think about here. Maybe Predacons do gloat too much, and he fucking does the, tri- the trick shot. Oh, yeah? Pretty good. And then he immediately blasts Rhinox in the chest. After he's back to normal, because he he reverts back to normal, and goes, "What the fuck happened?" And then just gets shot. Yeah, he called. He's like maximal, maximal fool. And immediately, and then blasts him all away. then all the other maximals bust in and start firing. Yeah, it's time. Which of course causes the machine to start malfunctioning and exploding. Well, you know how it is. So the maximals get out of there. It doesn't seem well, to explode. Oh, well, I, I want to. Okay, I want to talk about a few things here, actually. Sure. Um, first of all, um, Optimus takes out scimitars? He, okay, uh, right, I forgot. There's more bizarre action editing here. Yeah, so, so Optimus takes he, out scimitars al- in this he's scene. He's always had these. He's always had these. Really? He's, never, he's just never, he's like, we've seen him pull these out before. He's just never actually used them in a fight. And maybe that's, be- from, from judging from this segment, perhaps it's because he doesn't know how to, because he's just like... He's pretty bad at this, but He's like I can't even tell them. you what. But I couldn't tell you what's going on because it is once again nausea-inducing and like yeah. such incoherent shaky cam. I really, I really could not tell you what was happening in this scene. The cameraman is fucking drunk. That's what's happening in this scene. Um, but yes, at the end of it, things are gonna blow. And do you know that the um that dubbed like idol anime where the guys like driving the van he's like go 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 oh <laughs> yeah 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 zombie land saga yeah yeah oh, is yeah it zombie land saga yeah he's like yes, go go that go, is from go get in the car go 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 that is like almost exactly the cadence that optimus uses here yeah they all they all 
they all fucking hightail it out of there as as Megatron is, you know, bemoaning his failure yet again. And we get Rhinox back to normal. All the Maximals are hanging out outside. We get the very funny image yet again of uh, Optimus Primal just like reading a book. I don't know what he's reading, um, but I hope I hope he's enjoying it. Rhinox and Ratchap are literally on a date. Yeah, this is literally a date. They are having a picnic together. It's literally a date. And then. Shidor is like, so how was it being a Predacon? And Rhinox makes a racist joke that everyone laughs at, and Dinobot gets mad at that scene of the episode. <laughs> Great. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, he's like, the, it's like having a, a th- thir- three gig attitude ship with only two gigs as mental storage or whatever. And you can tell it was the 90s because that's the kind of fucking numbers we're talking about. Yeah, this Y2K ass, uh, Wow, three whole gigs? That must be an advanced robot from another planet. <laughs> this is 64 of God's own megabytes. <laughs> Whoa. Alright, it's time to get into the real shit. It's time for Double Dinobot. Yeah. So, immediately, we open on the Predacons doing some fucking Frankenstein shit. Like, instantly. Yeah, um, uh, so... There's a few things. There's, yeah, there, there's a new Dinobot in town. There's a new Dinobot in town. He can't transform, though. I don't really know why. Okay. Also, (laughs) he was made with Dinobot's DNA. Yes, yes. Okay, this is what I wanted to talk about, because I'm very curious about the techno-organic details of this world. Is this... I think that's why he can't transform, because I think they have DNA, but only for their beast modes. I think that's the implication here. Is the Dinobot clone fully made of meat? Yes, I, I think that's that. the. I think that's the implication. That's deeply upsetting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Megatron has cloned this Dinobot for a mission. He's going to have the real Dinobot incapacitated, so that the fake Dinobot can. Um, go in there and, and fuck shit up in the Axelon and take the defenses down so the Predacons can just waltz in. But, wait, I just remembered something. Sentinel scans him and recognizes him, recognizes him as Dinobot in beast form, which means that there must be some kind of mechanical component in there. What is going on in that clone? What, I need, what... The, ju- does with it? How the episode ends, does it? There must... It does. It, recognizes, it just can't... But it doesn't recognize the maximal energy signature. No, so no, what no, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, does it mean that there has to be a a technologic component? I don't know. I'm not sure it does. Is it just scanning by sight? Maybe it's like like basically scanning DNA. Sure does look like a Dinobot to me. But, like, maybe that is the thing. It's Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that that it it registers as Dinobot because it has the same DNA. But, like, the fact that it doesn't have... Because it doesn't have a Predacon signature either. It doesn't have any signature because there's no technology in it. It's just the Velociraptor. That can talk. Girl, help. This is all so massively fucked up. Anyway, Pterosaur pulls a speed run of the of the uh, the, the fucking cask of Amontillado on Dinobot here. Um, you know, because he is assigned to get rid of the real Dinobot so the clone can take in. So he basically just, like, pisses Dinobot off enough so the Dinobot follows him into a cave. 
and then just caves the the fucking ceiling in on him. Yeah, once again, we see Pterosaur in particular being exactly as competent as he needs to be in any scene, um, because he's much better at dodging um, Dinobot's eye lasers in this scene than he is in basically any other part of this series. So they dispatch the clone, and he heads over to the Axelon, and immediately he is, like, trying to get everybody out of the base. He's like, oh my god, uh, Optimus, Optimus, the Predacons, they're massing a full-scale assault, and Optimus is like, what? Where? I would have shown up on the scanners, right? Like, I don't see anything. They're building a camp! I saw it with mine Odin two eyes! Uh, they're in, uh, they're in Quadrant Omega, you know, the one with that's, uh, covered in lava. <laughs> that one. Um... And, it makes you know, sense, Opt- because they live in lava. You understand. They, they fucking love that shit. They can't get enough of it. Uh, Optimus is still not quite convinced. He's like, alright, I need I need to send you guys to scout it out. Uh, you know, Rattrap, you go with Dinobot to see what's going on. Rattrap, I know you haven't been able to get your rocks off in a while. Let's get... <laughs> you and, you yeah, and, Rat- you and no. Dinobot can have a, a, your special ba- banter a little, moment. Yeah, a little sojourn for you, I understand. But Rattrap is like, he's trying to pick up some weird vibes from Dinobot. Dinobot's not transforming into robot mode. Because he's like, uh, 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 actually, it's easier to do recon uh, if you're in beast mode. So we, sh- I, we shouldn't transform ev- ever. I mean, to be fair, this is actually a kind of weird thing for Rattrap to be fixated on. Given that they have to spend most of their time outside in beast mode. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, he, Ratchet wants to go in and, like, start the fight, and Dinobot's like, eh, n- uh, no, actually. This but, is a pretty funny moment, though, actually, yeah, when they're, they're crossing it. Yeah, so They yeah. get to a lava river, and- Perfect, um, perfect place for a murder, one might say. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's, like, a log across it, and Rat Trap starts crossing the log- and as soon as he's on it, obviously Dinobot starts kicking the log off the <laughs> the ledge. And Rattrap turns around and goes, what are you doing? And Dinobot l- clone looks at him and goes, I would think it would be obvious even to a vermin like you. And he falls and he screams all the way through the commercial break. But it's okay because the log uh, got jammed in the, in, the, in the valley. But it's actually bad because the log is on fire now. But it's okay because he falls onto a rock. <laughs> He plays some lava hopscotch. Yeah, um, he he falls right on his noggin, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, then the the clone rushes back to the axon, and he's like fainting, and he's like, "Oh my god, Optimus! Optimus, they got him! They got Rat Trap! They captured him! You gotta go save him!" And Optimus is like, "Well, I I need to get you into the wellness machine." first no it's, it, it's fine i'll be it's called the cr chamber oh great okay that's like, no, uh, fine i'll be okay like you gotta go now rat trap needs you um and prime is like prime was like all right i'll go get yourself in the cr chamber and then as soon as you're done um you're back on comms and i am putting sentinel up now uh while you do that and <laughs> dino bots like Okay, good luck. Thumbs up emoji. And he's like, ha ha, they're all gone. Time to turn off Sentinel. He literally does give him the thumbs up in Dino (laughs) with his little velociraptor hands. It's awful. He's like, hey, hey, time to start my mischief. I can can very easily turn off Sentinel. And he he, uh, he 
he, he logs in and he can't. He, the Sentinel's like, hey, Donobot, do you know the passcode to turn me off? <laughs> this is like, some Lo- Looney Tunes ass shit that happens fuck. here with Sentinel. What do you mean? So Megatron never told me there'd be a password? Yeah, so. Um, like, basically, and, Dinobot's like, one, 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 yeah, one, now, and, s- yeah. Here's, here's, here's a question for all of you out there to consider. <laughs> what if every time you entered your password wrong on, we're trying to log into something, it, uh, d- delivered a, a potent electric shock? <laughs> you develop a new kink. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> this is some Looney Tunes ass shit. So yeah, so like Dinobot puts in like one 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 one, and Sentinel's like no heart emoji and tases him, and then Dinobot gets up and goes one 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 two and gets tased again. Um, He's gonna be at that for a while. It's pretty fucking funny. I'm not gonna lie. We cut over to Cheetor and Primal. Who are like tracking Rattrap scent, and Treetor's like, well, tr- the trail ends here, and they're looking over the, the lava cliff, and, and Optimus goes, like, Well, he's kind of a pain in the ass, but I don't really want to lose him, so we should probably try and find him. Classic, classic primal and Rattrap moment. <laughs> Man, that guy fucking sucks shit, but like, I only have six guys. I, I kind of need to keep everybody around. Um, Rattrat, like, they, they're, they're, like, giving up, and they're about to leave when Rattrap uses an explosive to launch himself out of, out of the lava river. Yeah, he, like, sticky jumps all of TF2. Yeah, and he just sticky jumps right onto the ledge, and he's like, yo, Dinobot is a fucking traitor. I told everyone. I told you all, you pieces of shit, that, you know, once a pred, always a pred. We got to get back there. Oh yeah, because because when he pred, asked, you're a pred all the way. I like I like him going like, and where is he now? And, and Primal just goes in a very dejected voice. I left him alone in the base. <laughs> Ratchet says, um, well, "That's just Prime." Uh, meanwhile, like actual Dinobot is here again. Yeah, he it he turns fucking. Out, fucking it turns out that rubble in box. a cave does not stop him for very long. They keep um, thinking that rocks are more effective than they are. Well, to be fair, this is actually what stops the actual Dinobots in G1. Oh, fuck, you're right. They get buried in a cave forever. God damn it. Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, like, Dinobot gets up, he's pissed, he's heading back to the Axelon. Uh, and I love this so much, because he's approaching the Axelon, and he, you know, he's, he's a sentinel, stand down. And the shield goes down, and the clone dino was like, oh, fuck, I did it. <laughs> yeah, Getting up he, off of the floor. Yeah, he's like, hell yeah, one, 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 six was the correct answer. Um, he fucking hits up Megatron, like, hey, Megatron, fucking front door's open, come on in. No, this is a Looney Tunes moment as well. Oh, yeah. This so, is great. Megatron Di- like actual Dinobot outside. No, no, no. The- we you've skipped a whole section where the two Dinobots encounter each other oh, inside yes, of the Axelon, yes. and then they do a mirror routine. Right, that's right. Like it's a fucking oh, right, because- Marx Brothers movie. This is important for the horrible thing that happens at the end of this episode. Yeah, so they spend like two minutes doing like a Marx Brothers mirror routine where they're mirroring each other's actions until they get tired of it. Um. 
And then, you know, Dinobot They're doing transforms. improv warm-ups. Yeah, and I love the clone being like, I'm you if you hadn't betrayed Megatron. I'm your full potential. It's like, I don't know, man. You're just like a I, dinosaur. I art thou, thou art I. Persona. And, and uh, Dinobot transforms into robot men. It's like, what's wrong, pussy? You gonna fucking transform and fight me? And, he's, and the clone's like, no, I can't. And Dinobot's like, ah, I see. Well, I shall fight you on even footing. And instantly gets his shit rocked. <laughs> because the clone says, I don't share your foolish sense of honor. Yeah. Um, He does actually get his shit rocked so quickly that the clone probably should have been more suspicious. Yeah, so um, he, like, he, he basically gets an anvil dropped on his head. Like, it's not an anvil, but it might as well be. Yeah, this whole episode is just, like, again, Looney Tunes garbage. But yeah, he's like, ah, I defeated him. Time to go talk to uh, Megatron. And, and we see the real Dinobot, like, opening his eyes. Um, and so we cut out to Megatron talking to uh, you know, what appears to be the clone Dinobot. And he's like, is everyone at his base empty? Sentinel shut down? And Dinobot's like, yes, sir. Walk right on in. The moment he does, in uh, in my opinion, the funniest moment of this episode, which has overall been a very funny episode, um, Dinobot's like, Sentinel, turn on. <laughs> and uh, it does, and it just flings uh, Megatron over Dinobot's head, and you just see Dinobot, Dinobot doesn't move his face, but you see his eye follow the trajectory. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's really good. <laughs> Surprise, bitch, it's and- me. And then they, they fight with ancient a, Egyptian laser beams. Yeah, they get into a fucking DBZ beam battle here. Um, yeah. And then the rest of the Maximals show up, including Rhinox, who does not have any lines in this episode, but that's fine. But... And and Megatron's <sighs> like, hmm, there appear to be six of you. <laughs> or sorry, five of you, and one of me, so but, goodbye. But, you know, pretty easy math. Time to Time to go. Oh, something that's important that we didn't mention is that when Dinobot beats the clone, we do not see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't don't see what happened. We just know that Dinobot beat the clone and and came out to talk to Megatron. So whenever we know, he explains what happened. And everyone was like, that seems really far-fetched. Where's the clone? Like, where's the evidence of the clone? Um, And Dinobot says, oh, well, you know... It was a real shame. I had to it's dispose of him. It's gone for good. It's a real shame. He was such a handsome creature and so delicious. He he bored him. He ate the clone. Ate him up. It's a dog eat dog world. And uh, he ate he ate the clone. And everyone. Oh, actually, I do want to make one one small correction to that Nero. He didn't say very delicious. He says quite tasty. And then he Which is much worse, actually. Yeah, and he picks his teeth. And I love everyone's reactions. Obviously, everyone reacts in disgust. Except for Cheetor, who gives a thumbs up and then looks <laughs> back at everyone else like, oh, is that not... Is that not cool? Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, as I said, the end of the episode is Optimus probably going, you're disgusting. Which is, like, on the same tier of perfect Transformers voice clip for me as you are a freak. Free- <laughs> Freedom is the right of all sentient beings is a sucker's game. Look, he never said that shit. That's the other guy. We don't know what yeah, exactly. Primal's motto is. Su- it could, 
Maybe Optimus Primal's motto is swords are cool. That's his motto. That's what he lives his life by. And you know what? I think it's show them your ass so they know you're chill. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) When will Optimus Primal ever, ever do the fucking slide cancel into ass showing? (laughs) I guess whenever he encounters another gorilla, which he hasn't yet. Or Um, primate at all. Yeah. Fuck, what if there was an orangutan transformer? I would love to see that. Slide cancel, Jesus. Anyway, that's Double Dinobot. He ate him. He ate ate his clone. I can't believe I'm getting canceled on social media for saying what Dinobot did to his clone. (laughs) He ate that old man. (laughs) (sighs) Questions. We've got one on Twitter from our usual Twitter asker. Paladin. Where do cyber furries like Steeljaw in Robots in the Skies fall in Beast Wars? Because when I first saw him... At the time, I tried to watch it after after starting the pod, and I thought, oh, this must be a Predacon, only to be told that he was not. So, RID specifically, RID 2015 specifically, is, has a lot of weird designs. Does Thunderhoof show up anywhere else? Yeah, uh, no. I believe he is a RID-only guy. Okay. I know that Steeljaw is in IDW2 stuff, um, yeah. but he's not anywhere else. But yeah, so, it's like... With that show, there's a lot of Decepticons that just have animal heads. There's a guy who has, like, a fucking lobster head. I'm pretty sure his name is Bisque. Um, yeah, it's, 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 Clearly I never watched Robots in Disguise. You, you didn't miss much. Um, but yeah, the fact that, he, you know, Predacon as a faction, like, usually uh, doesn't show up as, like, a sub-faction. Because like it's it's they're they're the main antagonistic faction in Beast Wars and 2001 Robots in Disguise for whatever reason. Um, other than that, no, they yeah. are either like a team like in G1 or a sub faction like in like uh, animated. There's a lot in Robot, yeah, like Skybite was Robots in Disguise. Well, he's just always been that way. I mean, uh, the, the right, key but is he that, was, like, he just was originally because... created for Robots in Disguise. Oh, yeah, 2001. Um, like, like, I thought that's, you were talking that's, about Skylinks, who's first another, like, guy that's major. just an animal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sky, Skylinks is different. I mean, there are things like Skylinks and, like, uh, Triptychon, you know. Yeah, just uh. because somebody looks like an animal doesn't necessarily make them a well, it does make them a beast form, but not in the way that th- these guys... Look, it's very complicated, okay? The reason is they didn't want to call the guys in Robots in the Skies Predacons because they hadn't been established in that continuity. But all of them have animal... Ro- no, here's the confusing thing about Robots That's in the Skies. True. They, they, they used Predacons in Robots in the Skies. Oh, shit, you're right. They were in Prime. God damn it! And and in prime, yeah, no, the pred- so, they just weren't the faction. They were like they, they like were they, were they were like Insecticons. They were like they were like fossil Pokemon in prime. Yeah, um, they they were just the type of. But the fu- the weird thing about the robots in disguise thing in particular, actually, most of those guys aren't beast formers. They don't turn into animals. They just have animal characteristics for a reason. Like Thunderhoof doesn't turn into a deer. He turns into a monster truck and just happens to have gigantic antlers. It's very strange. It's it's a very weird show. I mean, Skybite um, turns into a shark. 
Sure, but the, uh, okay, we're getting our wires crossed. I'm talking about Robots in the Skies 2015, oh, not yeah. Robots in the Skies yeah, yeah. 2001. Yeah. For now, I will call. Maybe I should just call Robots in the Skies uh, 2001 by its Japanese game name for clarity, which is Car Robots. Sure, great. Which is perhaps the least imaginative Transformers series ever created. And also, he's not a car. He's a he's a shark again. But anyway. Yeah, a significant amount of the robots are not cars. They fucked up. Um, onto the Discord. How about you take us away? Sure. Uh, our first question um, is from uh, Mima's oh. the Gay, Daphnis, yes. which is, which one of each of the would you fuck a clone of yourself option applies to what Beast Wars character Know your meme page for easy reference. I have to re- go to this because I don't remember all of them. Um, okay. I don't want to fuck my clone yeah. because that would be gay sex and I'm not gay as Cheetor. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, uh, you guys are nasty and I'm frankly a little concerned. That's Optimus Primal. Yeah, I'm not gay, but I would actually totally fuck my clone is Tarantulas. I would not have fixed with my clone because what if my clone is evil? That is... Tigatron. That's Tigatron. Um, I'm gay, but I still don't want to fuck my clone. That's gross and weird is uh, Rhinox. It's basically the same as masturbating rights, so no big deal. That would be Megatron. Rat. Oh, I was going to say Rattrap. No, Rat. No, no, no. I think. Who? All right, here's no, the Rattrap is I totally fuck my clone because I want to know if I'm good in bed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> to be honest, fucking um, my clone has always been my fantasy. That is also tarantulas no that's pterosaur oh um i'd fuck my clone because who would know better how to fuck me than me is black arachnia uh-huh i'd totally do all sorts of weird things so my clone i'd be embarrassed to ask someone else to do that waspinator. Is for- waspinator. <laughs> it's waspinator please uh um and then scorpionock is it's not the same as masturbating but I- it'd be like having sex with your twin wrong and bad um, and Dinobot, Dinobot is the secret last option. I wouldn't have sex with my clone, I'd just eat him. That's right. We know exactly what he'd do with his clone. Riel asks, would you podcast with a clone of yourself? No! Okay, here's the thing. It would be awful. It would be, it would be uh, terrible. Uh, it would be so bad because there, uh, there'd be nothing... There's no one for me to play off of. We make. I listen to podcasts that I've recorded before, and I make the same jokes mentally at the exact same moment as I make them out loud. In like, I, I I'm I'm the same person as I am at all times. It'd be terrible. It'd be a terrible listening experience. Which is it would just be like people making the same joke at the same time every single time, and also. You know, everyone makes the jokes like ah, everyone on this podcast sounds the same. What if that was true? I'm I'm annoying enough as it is without only being one of me and having someone else who's different than me to play off of. Now, would I use a clone of myself to podcast? That is a different question. <laughs> oh my god, please. And that Hours in the, the day. Dream. That would probably result in some kind of clone madness scenario that where I end up getting murdered. But it'd be worth it for like six months. <laughs> my clones have unionized. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Soundwave's Biddy Babies asks, if you needed to convince someone you were the original and not your evil clone, how would you do it? See, I don't know how I would do this because my clone well, would be the same. You could go about Dinobot, the Dinobot route, and simply eat the other one. 
and tell everyone that you did that. Cannibalism bad. I don't think I could do that. It's fine. It's just you. Take a bite of your own arm. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Playing biteies with myself. <laughs> How would... I guess... Mm, they would what? have to ask me my opinion on Edelgard. I imagine my evil version is an insufferable Twitter idiot. So, like, that'd be pretty easy to tell. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Like, if some evil clone has the inversion of all of your opinions... Here, like, but here's the thing. Man, that's, I love Tristan. That that's the thing is that it's not it's not like a mirror universe or like evil twin thing, right? Like in that case, it'd be easy. But like if it's a clone, then it should have the same opinions. Yeah, like what is what is what? Like we can get into all sorts of philosophical debates of what actually differentiates a clone. Is there what? What is it? Is it the soul? Is it the consciousness? What is it? Dinobot was uninterested in any of those questions. Like, how does it taste? Would you know what? Is a pretty good way to approach life. Um, from Machina, do you think the fact that all Predacon model transformers need to eat was an intentional design flaw, or did Megatron just hire all the sickos who installed the consumed biomass mods to that themselves? I don't the think they do. The latter. It was. It's the latter. All of me- look. We know. We know that Megatron's crew is specifically like a splinter cell of the Predacons. They're all the sickos. Okay, okay. Here's here's the ones we've seen eat so far, right? Tarantulas, lots of times, so many times. Pterosaur, at least once. I can't. Megatron's never done it. Scorponok has never done it. I don't think Black Arachne has ever done it. So we've only got. I think, and I think Waspinator. I don't think Waspinator's done it. Has Rat Trap done it though? No, because that's what I was gonna say. We've never seen any of the any of the Maximals consume anything right like even even the herbivores they just don't eat stuff so like what's good i think the real answer the real true answer is that actually they don't most of them don't do that stuff it's just the tarantulas is a sicko yeah once again it's just tarantulas being a sicko honestly like that is the answer to most of these the fucking the pre the question why do predacons consume so much biomass is a a statistical anomaly fucking spiders tarantulas (laughs) Who lives in a cave and eats five million organic Georg. <laughs> Tarantulas Georg, who lives in a cave and eats five million rats a day, is a fucking statistical outlier and should not be counted. Oh my god! Um, from we like, also, I, yeah, yeah. For, I, I think we also skipped over. The, this is the more illuminating one from Riel. Alternatively, if you were the evil clone and oh. had to convince someone you were the original to take their place, how would you do it? Again, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard like, to put I yourself really... in the mind of like a clone. Yeah. Sorry. We just can't do it. We can't comprehend it. It's much like it, it, Dinobot's right. It's much easier to just eat them. Uh, from Leggy Spiderbot, would you reenact the pottery scene from Ghost with your clone? Yes. Yes. Moving next question. <laughs> next question. Um, also from Leggy Spiderbot, damn, Evil Rhinox was tough. Out of the previous seasons you've watched, how screwed would the teams be if one Autobot went bad? Let's go in order. Armada. I mean, I think the worst one for them would be Jetfire. Yeah, he is definitely the most competent one, and also I feel like evil Jetfire would be super violent. Like, I don't He's know. He's already like a hotshot cowboy guy. Based so like, on based on Shattered Glass, Jet Skyfire is always like the biggest sicko. Yeah, he's like the fucking he's evil scientist. Fucked. He is fucked in Shattered Glass. 
But it's worth noting that this version of Jetfire is not a scientist in no. Ar- Armada. But it still denies the Autobots like the big, the big like combining thing. Yeah, and also, I think like, that their only it, a denies so, yeah, them that, and b bad. he's just like raw, like the raw power and the flying. I think I think Armada it would be Jetfire would be the worst. Uh, Prime, we already know the answer to that because it's what happened at the <laughs> end of the first season. It's Optimus. That's true, though we also got to see Ratchet go insane. <laughs> so. Old man goes ham. Um, it turns out it's like, always bad. But I guess with Optimus, it's just like he got his memory wiped and doesn't know anything, which is different. Yeah, he's just a librarian. Like, Who gives a shit? Uh, it's actually probably what if Bulkhead went evil? Because we know, we know, we've seen Bulkhead's uh, penchant for violence. I mean, he tore that you want to talk about penchant for violence, RC as well. Basically, any of the Prime Autobots would be very bad yeah. because they all uh, think murder is okay. Yeah. Animated. Prowl. Probably Prowl, yeah. It would just be like those bits in um, like the Batman Arkham games where you're like doing a perfect stealth thing. That's what would happen. They just wouldn't know what would hit them. He would fucking kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. From Arfonosa. Would you give the clone your clone the love the world never showed you? I know who wouldn't. Dinobot. <laughs> no, I'd highlight give a shit that about shit. that. That's Absolutely not, not. That's not true. I would get them like a plane ticket to the other side of the world, so I'd never yeah, have to they, see them again. That, that's what I would do. Out of sight, out don't of mind. Don't exist. Don't exist near me. Just go live somewhere else. Yeah. And it'll just you know it'll just be a thing where there's two of me hanging out. Just Best maybe of luck to maybe. You. Wear your hair different. Do something else to differentiate yourself. We can't have two identical people running around. Get more game than I do. That's my wish for you. <laughs> Here's uh, a plane ticket to Vienna. Go fuck. Yeah, really. Please, eat some more pussy, for the love of God. Um, <laughs> Nero from Disney Minus, finally. Uh, why <laughs> does Rhinox have no ass? At least Rhinox will uh, never Because... Turn- because to answer that because rat trap has all the ass in that relationship we know this yeah he's he's fucking thick he's cheeked up and at least rhinox will never turn evil ever again never ever okay. anyways what would be R- rat trap's favorite thing about evil rhinox oh there'd be a lot of things he'd like about evil rhinox oh my god this would be like a harlequin romance are you kidding do you think after this he's like hey rhinox can you like can you like pretend to be evil again can you, like, do the thing? Oh, my God. Just they for were... tonight. This is, like, I I promise you that evening is, like, the hardest both of them get off in a long time. Renewed sense of, uh, like, a renewed spark. That's what I'm saying. Cheetor's like, all I hear from Ratchet's quarters is a bunch of clanging and Rhinox going, hey, hey. what's going on in there? <laughs> the fucking robot chicken. Uh, <laughs> washing machine <laughs> oh god and also from near from Disney Minus if you eat your other self do your stats double or do you just get the tummy hurties and, and Aurora has the correct answer which is prion disease <laughs> correct fucking fucking like impact font Dinobot has Kuru bottom like, text that's why I wouldn't eat my clone <laughs> Um, and follows it up with, uh, our last question this week is the best use of a clone making then work half of your work days. So you both get longer weekends. 
I mean, yeah. Yes. That'd be a that'd be a pretty chill like arrangement. I'd like that. Once again, it would probably result in some kind of clone madness and like my murder, but you know, whatever. It's fine. We've you know, been prime cuts. <laughs> before we go, I just want to mention my favorite uh my favorite pair of clones I've seen in recent memory. Uh-huh. Did you watch in, did you watch Invincible? Yes. I love the. I, I think the Mauler twins are my favorite. Yeah. Clone oh my guys god. Yes, they're really good. Because of good. the fact that they neither of them knows which one is the clone. Because if one of them knew that it was he was the clone, like it would cause a lot of problems. So they both think they're the original. Yeah. It's all part of the design. It's pretty good. I love Invincible. I can't wait. It's supposed to like come back this year at some point. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so waiting on that season two. I'm so excited for season two. What a good fucking show that is. It was, good. it was a pretty good show. I was like, I was like, I was like, hmm, is this gonna be any good? Or is this gonna be like stupid edgy bullshit? But it was actually pretty good. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It is I, also very gory. It is incredibly gory. There is a subway scene that is like Ugh. the nastiest shit I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, good show. We've been Prime Cuts. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. Uh, you can also um, find us on Noise Space with a lot, lots of other great shows um, at noisespace.xyz. Uh, I am personally Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, and co-host at Optimal and Prime, my funny robot internet joke. You can listen to the other podcast I do called Pot of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh! We've just finished Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D Season 1. Um, we have announced our annual Yu-Gi-Oh! card game tournament cup of greed that's going to be happening on the weekend before june 6th uh which is yugi mudo's birthday uh so if you're into card games join us for that uh i've been cast in an audio drama that i don't have more information on right now but i hope to have soon and i'm also starting a new york fitty podcast on the moonshot network i'm nero you can follow me on twitter at dragon on co-host at dragon snuggler and find my various other projects in various other places, such as Ready Free Heidelin, the show that I do with my friend Jane, at Heidelin Radio on Twitter, at Ready Free Heidelin and co-host. We are almost done with all of the Around Reborn content. We uh, ne- Next episode is going to be the last patch, 2.5. And it will probably be three hours long, because that patch has so much in it. That is the one with the uh, the the infamous phrase: "Several cutscenes will now play in sequence." Anyone who knows <laughs> knows. Um, we also do a monthly I-Y-K-Y-K. animation podcast. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, we also do an, a monthly animation podcast called Talk Cycles, where we go through contemporary animation. Uh, this month, we are talking about Gravity Falls season one. Oh, um, banger! I have I have already I have already watched a bit of it. I'm about to watch more of it after we finish. Is here. this your first time watching it? No, no, no. I watched oh, okay. it all when it, it first came say. out, but it's my first time rewatching it, and that's important because I must say, Rowdy Falls is showing its age in certain areas, but it is still very enjoyable. And Grunkle Stan is forever the best all time all timer character in yeah. Grunkle Stan. It's just like really incredible that they made an ARG cartoon. Oh yeah, that's it's so impressive. All of that, like stuff. there was so much work that went into it. I I think back to like all the secret messages and stuff that were decoded by people, and I'm just like, that's insane. It's a crazy amount of work that they did, and how it all like connects. I I even noticed 
in the very first episode, I was like, oh, fuck, all the windows in the Mystery Shack look like Bill Cipher. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the, the messages, I just remember decoding the, me- the messages as they came out. Um, and it was just like a wild time. That's cool. Have fun with that. Until next time, I am going to unhinge my jaw and devour my clone hole and make a big funny cartoon burp, transform and roll out. I'm going to come in twos. You come in twos. Kill your double. Which I will do. Uh, Transform and roll out. Beast. Beast.